Hello, you're listening to Out in the Open with Nas, and this is the second part of the Quarantine Chronicles. As I mentioned in the first episode, this is a collection of stories from people all over the world about how their experience of being in quarantine or social isolation has been, and what the situation has been for them in their respective countries. Today, I've got two really interesting stories. I've got a longer piece from Saffron, who is an au pair currently working in Australia, and a student called Nea in Finland. I'm really, really excited for you to hear their stories. I think that Saffron's diary entry, as it were, really highlights the fact that when you're in a country as far away as Australia, which is where she's living at the moment, you rely on flights that have to stop over in different countries. But as the corona pandemic is spreading, it's more countries are closing their borders and it's becoming increasingly difficult for a flight from Australia to stop over, refuel and then carry on back to London. And it also highlights the fact that although we're hearing really great things for us in the UK about how the government is implementing new rules to keep us safe, that there are hundreds of thousands of British people all over the world who are stranded and it's not it's not every day that we hear about their stories. So please listen into what Saffron has to say. I think it's really, really important. She's an absolutely amazing job with this diary entry and I think that what she, the message she has is really really important to check in on your loved ones particularly those who are traveling to check in on people who aren't necessarily at home because it's all of the measures have been very very sudden so in the UK recently we've it's been announced that we're officially on lockdown we can only leave the house for one mode of exercise a day um, or to go and buy essential items all other shops have been closed so that's quite isolating people especially people who are living alone or how not in a household with the majority of their family. I know that people are working as doctors and nurses and still having to go to work and people who are working in demand jobs such as in supermarkets, pharmacies. So it is quite an isolating time. And I think it's so important to to think and say hi and check in on those people who are still working, who are kind of putting their health at risk for us. But also people who are living alone or living in places that they necessarily wouldn't choose to be locked down in. Because being locked down can be really, really difficult and only being allowed to leave the house not very frequently is really, really hard. But also check in on those friends that are travelling that may be stranded just like Saffron and please listen to her story because I think it's awesome. This is going to be a really great uh, and interesting podcast. I hope you enjoy it. But yeah, listen in and keep checking in on people. Hi everyone, or should I say... Good day, mate. It's Saffron here, and I'm currently working as an au pair in Sydney, Australia, and I can't get back to the UK. This is my story on being stranded in Australia. So, what's the current situation over here? We are not in extreme lockdown like the UK at the moment. However, bars, pubs and clubs have been shut, and everyone is being told to work and stay at home. I've been self-isolating for about nine days now, and I've left the house maybe two or three times in total to go to the supermarket or get a takeaway coffee, but apart from that, it's just been walks to the park at a safe social distancing distance away from people. How is Australia doing with regards to COVID-19? Currently, Australia's cases of COVID-19 have been rising. As of 6am today, there are 1,823 confirmed cases and seven deaths. 818 of these cases have been in New South Wales. The severity of social distancing and self-isolation really blew up from around the 15th of March. Currently, Australia has one of the lower cases of COVID-19, but it's increasing by 100 or more cases a day. There have been frequent announcements from Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister of Australia, where he has announced that everyone needs to be self-isolating and social distancing themselves from others. Cafes and restaurants are only allowed to serve takeaway foods, 
Beaches have been closed because there have been too many people going, creating crowds of over 500, and gyms have had to close too. There have been threats to lock down certain suburbs where there are outbreaks of COVID-19 and if they refuse to adhere to the self-isolation rules. There have been mixed messages regarding the closure of schools. ScoMo wants to keep them open. However, the Premier of New South Wales has urged people to keep children home, which has led to the closure of many schools, particularly private schools across the state. Well, what about me? Two days ago on Sunday, I decided I would book a flight home because I felt in my heart that was the right thing to do. The cheapest and most direct flight appeared to be via Dubai for Friday. However, it was announced yesterday that the UAE would be completely shutting down from tomorrow, which is Wednesday, stopping any flights or transits passing through. Therefore, my flight for Friday has been cancelled. This has been the main cause for concern for British nationals trying to get home, as more and more countries completely shut down, making it impossible to get a flight that can transit anywhere. Yesterday, the British government announced all British nationals should come home if abroad. It's all very well saying this, but the British government has not provided any flights for us to get home. Flights are either being cancelled or are costing in excess over £5,000 to get a last-minute seat on a flight that would leave today before the UAE shuts. This is particularly affecting the backpacker or working holiday visa community who cannot afford to keep booking flights which have a high chance of cancellation. This means I am essentially stuck in Australia with about 140,000 other backpackers. My last hope of getting home is through Qatar, for which I have a flight booked for next Tuesday, which was the first flight out of Sydney, which still ended up costing me £1,500. And I currently have all my toes and fingers crossed it will go through. What's particularly upsetting is the lack of advice or help from the British consulate here in Australia. Many people on working holiday visas have lost their jobs and even au pairs have been asked to leave their host families or um, as they are no longer needed if parents are working from home. The British consulate have said there is no financial help they can give out and we are to stay put um, and apply for bridging visas if your visa is due to run out, which, as you can appreciate, is incredibly stressful and frustrating. I have been very, very lucky that my host family who I work for have been understanding of the situation and are happy for me to stay and work for them until I can eventually get home, whenever that may be. The uncertainty of the situation means I could be stuck here for months if countries don't reopen for flights. I've also had an outpouring of support from friends and family who have been checking in with me and trying to help me get home. But obviously some people do not have a roof over their head or money coming in and the situation is only going to get worse here like the rest of the world. There's a lot of talk about, you know, potentially running flights from Sydney to Darwin and then from Darwin to London, which has never been done before, which is a bit scary as they wouldn't be stopping to refuel. But with limited to no places to transit, this could potentially be the only option to get people out. To be honest, no one really knows what's going on. There are many Facebook groups made with hundreds of travellers all trying to figure out how to get back to the UK and posting information about every 30 minutes with updates from people all over to try and keep us all informed. For me, I'm in a very fortunate position and I'm trying to stay positive and optimistic in this turbulent, uncertain and frustrating time. I know that this can't go on forever. I know I will be home eventually. Keeping all my fingers and toes, as I said before, crossed that Qatar won't shut their airports and praying that everyone manages to get home safe and sound. My name is Saffron. This is my story. Stay positive and stay safe. So that was Saffron's amazing story. We're now just going to listen into Naya. 
Hi, I'm Nea23 from Finland, and it's my quarantine day four. So far, I've started every morning of mine, which has been around 12 p.m., with a long morning walk or a run. After that, I usually spend the rest of the day by watching series and movies, talking to my friends, listening to music, and scrolling through social media. Um, currently, I've been watching Friends, as always, as well as Love Island UK and Revenge. I could recommend all of those shows. Also, the latest movie that I, wa that I saw was The Prestige, and I would highly recommend watching that. Um, the latest corona update in Finland is that they have confirmed today the first death caused by corona, and there has been 50 new infections during the past 24 hours, which is quite a bit since we currently only have 400 confirmed infections. Currently, we don't have a total lockdown, but people are strongly being advised to stay home, and schools and borders have been closed. Um, government is also planning to restrict traveling from Helsinki to other cities, since 300 of our infections are in Helsinki area, which is where I live, by the way. <laughs> Positive news for me is that The Weeknd just published a new album, which would be my music recommendation, as well as St. John, if you haven't listened to him yet. Um, that's it for me. Thank you. So that was Nea's little diary entry. Now let's have a listen to Maria in Germany. Hi there, it's Maria speaking here. I am in Saxony in Germany and it's day four of my personal quarantine. Currently there are about 18,000, more than 18,000 infected and um, that's more or less at 2,000 um, yesterday. And actually, starting tomorrow, there won't be a full lockdown, but there will be um, severe restrictions on going out introduced, which means that <clears throat> people will only be allowed to go out to work for shopping and only for grocery shopping, of course, but um, it's still allowed to go out for a jog or if you have a dog you can still walk it but um, you're supposed to go alone or with your partner kind of um, I just really hope that people will try to keep it that way but honestly I kind of think that a full lockdown will follow soon But for me, it doesn't really make a difference since I'm with my parents and they live in the countryside. So full lockdown or going out restrictions don't affect me. In fact, today I was outside working in the garden and um, it's important to stay active. That's it. Thank you for listening to Out in the Open. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I know that I've really enjoyed listening to people's stories so far and I can't wait for the next part of the Quarantine Chronicles. Have a lovely day and stay safe at home.